You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. A former trader at SAC Capital, who wants to withdraw his 2013 guilty plea for insider trading, saying that two instant messages show that he didn't actually commit the crime. Richard Lee said in court papers that the instant messages show that 97% of his purchase of Yahoo shares was actually based on public information, not inside information. My guest is an expert in insider trading, Peter Henning, a professor at Wayne State University Law School. Peter, Lee's attorney wrote that Lee labored under a significant misapprehension of the facts of his own case. Explain his claims. Well, what Lee is saying here is that when he was first approached by the government um, about his trading, they told him that uh, he received inside information uh, about Yahoo, that was one of the two stocks on which he pleaded guilty, and that then he traded on it. And in fact, he bought a large number of shares through SAC Capital, uh, about 725,000 shares. And so I suspect he remembered the phone call and the government said, you got inside information, and so he pleaded guilty. It's now turned out that uh, they have uh, instant messages that uh, he sent to Steve Cohen, who ran SAC Capital, and he had the information two hours before he got the phone call. So he's saying, look, I got the information, but by then it was public. I wasn't getting tipped, and therefore I didn't commit insider trading. Please let me withdraw my guilty plea. The tipper has pleaded guilty, and it is, does it seem likely that Lee would have gone through the whole process, all the discussions with the feds, flipping to cooperate without realizing that he didn't get this information from someone else? I guess it's certainly possible because he was approached by the government in 2012-2013. The trading itself took place back in 2009, and this was someone who was uh, trading in a, a number of different stocks. Uh, SAC Capital was famous for the volume of its trading, and they jumped in and out of uh, stocks. And so three to four years later, uh, when the government says, here's the evidence we have on you, I, I could certainly see uh, remembering some of what happened and then saying, I guess they got me. There is, for example, at least it's talked about in the papers, a recording of the tipper talking to Lee. And so you play that recording and perhaps you just say, you're right, I must have gotten inside information. I can't remember specifically. I, th this is going to be a challenge for him because he stood up in court and said, I committed inside uh, insider trading. Well, there's also uh, a, another plea 
that he's contesting a planned acquisition of tech company 3Com uh, on another ground. Right. On that ground, this is uh, related to the Newman case that was decided by the Second Circuit. And one of the parts of Newman that has survived um, is that the government must prove that the tippy knew that the source of the information, the tipper, breached a fiduciary duty and received a benefit. And it looks like, at least here, that Lee was maybe a third or fourth level tippy. And indeed, he's retained the lawyer who represented Newman at his trial and his appeal. And one of the grounds that the Second Circuit reversed that conviction was the government didn't show that the tippy the third-level tippy knew about the benefit. And that may be what's going on here with regard to 3Com, that the government had a gap in its evidence after Newman that it didn't have back in 2013 when Lee pleaded guilty. So, Peter, in, in about uh, 15 seconds, how likely is it that he would have both of these thrown out on two different grounds? Uh, This is tough. Withdrawing a guilty plea is very difficult, and the judges warn you, do you understand that this is going to be hard? That said, you know, he's got some evidence to try to back up his position. All right, we'll have to leave it at that. That's uh, Peter Henning. He's a professor at Wayne State University Law School. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.